Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Will you um, give someone a uh, a um, high five and say the peace of God is with you? Uh, amen. Isn't that right? You may be seated. If you turn with me in the sacred scriptures in our New Testament to the fourth chapter of the Gospel of John. And um, I want to utilize the agency of speech to communicate the living, real, ever-being, invisible nature of God. Christ said to us the words that I speak to you. They are Shout that word. Spirit. Now, now, they're not generic spirit. Of course, they're the spirit. They are what? Spirit and life. Now, now, the Lord already defines. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Are you listening? The Lord also promised us. How many of us are glad that we're heirs of that, that he says, when the spirit of truth, the personal pronoun is on him, when the spirit of truth is come, he will lead you into all truth. So I, I want to endeavor today to use the agency of speech. You see, one of the worst areas in the world is the area of speech because language can be a handicap if people are not diligent to understand. That's why people can walk out on Jesus not knowing it's Jesus. Are you listening to me? We see it in the word of God. They walk out on the truth not knowing it's the truth. But why? It sounded to their logic different and so we did not invest long enough in digging this, the, the meaning, the life of what is being said 
in order to receive the truth of it and the accuracy of it. That's why I believe everyone called of God. Did I come down here? Y'all better stop. I believe all, all that God calls. Every one of you that has the call of God on your life. You're called to great things. You're not called to mediocre life. You're not called to substandard conditions. You're not called to just barely hang in there and get drugged into heaven by the help of angelic and uh, and, 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 and Christian uh, uh, help and aid. You are called to great things in God. Thank you very much for your enthusiasm. But the Lord told all of us, many are called, but few are chosen. Well, why, Lord? Why? Because the call comes in the announcement. It comes in the declaration. Uh, Many people receive and we receive with great joy immediately the the good news and we're ready to go but God said no I want to do more than that and I believe that you who are here today you're not here because you want to play you're here because you're ready to allow the Lord to do more than that in your life I believe that he wants to get some root on the inside of you and stability in your life that cannot be moved cannot be shaken Glory. And so, and so you, you're, you're the planting of the Lord. But come on now. You're, you're the planting of the Lord. But you don't want to decide that you're a, a reed plant shaken in the wind. You don't want to be just a little plant that can be uprooted. You want to allow God to allow you to become an oak that can withstand the storms of this world and a cedar that can prevail against the passing of the time. You, I'm going to stop. If you're called to great things in God and the great God in things... If the great God is moving in your life and he's only just begun, let your voices be heard all over the world today. Get up out of that thing today. You will shake that thing off of you today. You will sleep peacefully from now. This is the hour of your freedom. The restriction containment are broken off of you. The enemies that come against you one way will flee before you in every which way because God is on your side and God is with you. And if God be for you, who can be against you? You are being prepared by God to invade this nest decade with a great authority and ability. Hallelujah. You're called to be a miracle worker in Christ Jesus. And you are the miracle God is making. You may be seated. Now, can you follow me? 
as I follow the Lord? I said I'm going to endeavor to use the agency of speech to articulate or to disclose to you the ever-living, ever-being, never-changing, almighty nature of God. Something like that. Something to that effect. Why? Because the agency of speech, when accompanied, listen to me, the words I speak to you, they were spirit and their life. When accompanied with the spirit and the life of God, you receive in your heart something that opens up the eyes of your understanding. Then you go from the I am cold, but I don't know how, to I am cold and the Lord is revealing both who I am in him. I'm not what I used to be. I'm no longer a destitute slave. I'm no longer a downcast and and, an overburdened handicapped. I've been delivered. I've been redeemed. There is a power that is available in my life. I am not just sitting and, and, and living in a stagnation. I am called by God to supernatural participation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, so this, these words that, that the Lord says are full of his spirit and his life, they come to reveal to us uh, God. The Lord wants to reveal himself to his people and the Lord wants to also reveal um, uh, his provision to us so that his provision in us would live in us. Now I'm going to go over with, with his provision in us will live in us. Now, now someone says, well, his provision lives. No, no, springing up. That's what he said. So I'm going to go over the very context of the chapter you were in yesterday. And I'm going to follow the Holy Spirit about the things that were not, you know, uh, it couldn't be said to get us ready for, you know, because thank God we have time. Are you listening to me? And so that, that he says that will be in you a well of life or living water or waters living springing up. Then notice springing up. Not just a well, but springing up. And so the word in your life, springing up. The life in your life, springing up. My God, I need to stop. Glory, I need to stop. Hallelujah. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take us through this thing and just take us a little bit at a time. Some of you are a little shell shocked, maybe by <laughs> Are you in the fourth chapter? Yes. 
Would you let the Lord share with you some things that you may have never received before in your entire Christian life today? Let me see, let me see your hands. Wave if, if you, Will you let the Lord do that in your life? Will you, will you approach the scriptures and this word with me today in the way that the Lord has sent me? In the, in the way that he has sent me to you. He has not sent me to tell you what you know only. He has also sent me to disclose to you some things that are necessary to answer the very cry of your heart. Will you allow the word today to prophetically speak to you in a way that you may have never seen it before? Will you let me see your hands today? Amen. I love you. In chapter four, I'm going to do what I told my daughter to do yesterday. And look with me at chapter four. And and begin reading with verse one together with me. Go ahead. Ready? Go. When therefore the Lord
stop. Praise the Lord. I just go ahead and get excited of all the stuff that's in there right now. <laughs> Glory. Glory. The, um, the Spirit of the Lord directed me uh, this early this morning around one or two to go ahead after I uh, introduced us yesterday to the preliminaries of this introduction to go ahead and carry along the same lines uh, to prepare you quickly somebody say quickly to prepare you quickly to participate now in many of the things you've been waiting for. And I believe that the Lord has brought you to an hour where your faith level is going to be lifted by him to compatibility and receptivity so that that which you have been longing to see happen will come upon you and overtake you. Amen. Amen. All right. And, um, and so uh, also, so I said, all right, Lord, I'll, I'll carry on along the same lines. And what I did as I, as I, it is my custom and also the first century faith disciples in FCD or first century. How many FCD are here? Shout yes. Ready? Shout it together. Uh, all right. As is our custom, I'll, went over and looked over original languages and went through the whole text and did what was necessary to also prepare myself early this morning when I got up and, um, and I sat down and I talked to Dr. Robin and, um, and um, with reference to this week because we're here today. How many of you are here today? Yeah. Keep your hand up so I know you're here. Oh, Amen. And, and you're here today, right? Keep your hand. And we're here tomorrow. And I think we're here, what, what is it? Monday, and we're here what? And so that Tuesday time is going to uh, help us in our, what do you call it, time zone. In our time zone and to participate with the ushering in of the new year, right? Or, or you know, that way. So I, I, of course, sat up and was um, having my time with the Lord way before my early morning uh, cup of coffee that I have, uh, caffeinated coffee. <laughs> so forgive me for... I mean, any contradiction that I may have, if I, if I, if, if anybody here, if I've caused your uh, conscience to stumble, I'm sorry. 
actually espresso. But way before my early morning coffee, sat with the Lord and he began to just all of a sudden just pour into my spirit. You sit in quiet with the Lord and you've just been over a portion of scripture and you're directed by the Lord to go there to open up the hearts of the people because I'm obligated to God to get you where he's taken you. So if, if I know what it is and I don't tell you then I'm a thief and a liar. But if I know where it is and I know what it is, then I'm not only obligated to tell you, but I go to the Lord to get the what? The enablement, the revelation, the spiritual insight, and the scriptures to take you where the Lord has taken you. Announcing times and seasons, just like you know, is our custom. It's been 40 years now in ministry, and we thank God for giving people ability to see and say. And the point is, I sat in the presence of the Lord quietly. And uh, he began to pour into my heart uh, allegorically some things that fit into this reality. What is allegorically? a pattern in the scripture that you could see pertaining to a, all the way through the scriptures pertaining to a literal time when the encounter with the one Messiah. Does that make sense? Um, and so that those patterns are allegories, they're types, they're what? They're shadows, they're, they're previews, they're times of refreshing and, and times of visitation. And we've had them throughout the Old Covenant dispensation under the, um, the Old Testament prophets and apostles. Say apostles. apostles. It's what the Lord did with Moses. He said, I will send you. And use the Hebrew word, I will apostle you. So be you looking at me like you, you don't believe it. Why did you think I was talking about you? <laughs> That's what he said. He said, I will send you to Egypt. And you look at that word, and the word is the same word, I will send you to the church, the Hebrews. So what? I will apostle you, launch you. And so as a prophet of God, he was also on a mission. And that mission is being sent by God. When you're sent by God... You can expect to get God's results. So sitting in the presence of the Lord today, he poured some things over into my spirit about what subject matter you just read. And then before I break it down, I want to share this with you. This is why I took some time. How many would like me to explain the prophetic to you or the way the Lord uses this man how many would like to know because he he uses us and if we don't understand something we're gonna what if you don't understand you're gonna what miss 
understand. And so silently in the presence of the Lord, he pours out these things relevant to this, um, actually this gospel. Hit someone said the gospel according to John. How many, how many know all, the, all of the scriptures are inspired? All scripture is God breathed. But there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, something in the gospel of John that the Lord wanted to bring out that is consistent with much of what he said in the future. So someone once said, and that's why I had you shout so much this morning and, and, and do all that. If you don't understand my silence, how will you understand my words? And so often, the children of God think that God is not moving or revealing or saying when God is silent. But you can sit in the presence of his presence and get filled with the living nature of his person so you can speak to this world from the position that he graced you with as an authorized representative ambassador on his behalf speaking not with mere words but with words filled with the nature the power the ability and the dunamis of almighty God thank you very much you are called to specificity you're called to greatness you're called to 100% victory 100% of the time And so in between the words, there is no empty space. Do you understand my silence? John starts his gospel within the beginning. Hit someone. Genesis, Moses starts his record within the beginning. In the eternity. How many of that? That's what it means. In the everlasting. And then he goes on to say, and the Spirit of God, God made the heaven and the earth, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. It's very interesting how you can see the Lord moving 
upon the waters. He puts it right there in the beginning of the book. He puts it right in the beginning of the book. Now, when we, we, we look at that, the Spirit of God is moving on the waters. Uh, let me just go on a little bit. And then we just talked about the Red Sea opening. And we, wa- we walk, watch, watch, watched us walking through an Old Testament baptism on dry ground. We were baptized in the sea. You know that's in your Bible, right? If you don't get excited about this, I'm going to come down and give you a good, loving, Holy Ghost smack. Pow! And you just you get goosebumps all over your body. But you don't need that. You can get goosebumps while I'm talking. Smack somebody and say, don't let the man... <laughs> You know I love you. <laughs> and so th- there it is, we're walking through, and, and the, the, again, the waters, the, the wind of God is, comes a great wind, opens the sea, makes a way where there's no way, but now also makes a supernatural way to go, not to change geography only, but to change condition. Thank you. To go from slavery to, to rulership over. My God, hallelujah. What God is going to lead you, what God is leading you through, you will not only make it through it, but he will bury your enemy it as a type of the baptism we were they were baptized into the what the sea are you listening to me so those are our fathers aren't they how many are the seed of Abraham wave at me now you're going to stand right and, and so walking on dry ground and, and what the spirit is involved because the same word and the spirit of God moved the same word is the wind of God and the wind of God moves in on your baptism it's, just, it's not just water there's something happening in your life it's not just church attendance there's something happening in your life it's not just a class there's something happening in your life it's not just a reading there's something happening in your life Something is happening in you. FCD champion shot yes. yes. So 
So now here, here God is in, how many of you know, God is in on the performance of making a way in the impossible. And, 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 and what is the baptism of change of nature from slavery to, to, to rulership over? Uh, uh, ch- change, of, ch- change of condition from imprisoned to free. L- l- let, me, let me break it down. From being owned to being called. I'm going to stop till somebody get a hold of what I'm talking about. Are, are you catching this? And so we will cross over on this, 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 this dry ground and there's, there's allegorically in the invisible realm that is going to happen for you and I in a much greater way. But it's happening at that time where we pass through God moving upon the waters within the waters and not God using the same waters of your promotion to be the waters of your enemy's demise. My God, your deliverance from destitution is the grave of his demise. Hallelujah. My God, I I feel the power of the Holy Spirit in here. Now, I'm, I'm not going to stay long on that because I only have like probably 30 minutes in the first session. 30 earth, earth minutes. Am I wrong on the time? I'm totally right, aren't I? Yeah, it just, the letter just got adjusted. <laughs> so anyway, I won't go through all of the, the allegories, but one is also the River Jordan. And the River Jordan is the type of the baptism into the Holy Spirit. And, and, um, and uh, but before the River Jordan, we drank from that water or that rock which followed us and that rock is Christ. Hit someone say, some living waters right there. <laughs> Isn't that, are, are you with me? And so what happened is God says, Moses, strike the rock. And he, because the people are like saying, you brought us out of here, there's no water, you know, I, can you imagine that? Good Lord. <laughs> we're in the desert and again, yeah, we need water and you killed, we're going to die out of here. And uh, the rock, which is the type of the Lord, he said, smite the rock. And he's supposed to smite the rock once, and when he smote the rock, the waters came, and the waters came to give drink to over a million people. You know, over a million, I'd say several million, but you know, 
we've got experts and scholars and, you know, all kinds of overly educated people, you know. <laughs> you have a problem with the, uh, the historicity of the word of God and the accuracy of the sacred scriptures. So we'll just, we'll just say a million. <laughs> plus cattle, plus everything else. But it's really more like two and a half million, three million people. Water coming out of the rock. Living water. And I'm endeavoring to utilize the agency of speech to communicate and articulate the ever-living, ever-being nature of God in words to you. Hit someone and say, she left her water pot. See, when you know where your water comes from, when you know where your bread comes from, when you know where your help comes from, when you know who you're hooked up with, when you know who called you, when you know who has made purpose for you and paved a path of success and excellence for your life, my God, Hallelujah. You're catching this? Yes. And so that again we drink from that rock which followed us and that rock was Christ. Meaning allegorically we have both, both we have we have number of things but one is we have the stability and the unshakability of the solid foundation of the king who has made the kingdom available to us and then we have the supply of the spirit and the word that constantly is springing up or available to spring up in our life. He will energize your youth. He will renew your strength. He will revive your being. He will restore your character. He will give you new organs. He will cleanse your blood. He will regenerate your ability. He will accelerate your thought line. He will give you ingenuity. He will give you divine direction. He will manifest favor in your life. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Be blessed. Mm. Sit down if you can. Does anybody here feel like I'm talking directly to you? If you do, let me hear you. Do you feel that, like the Lord is leading me to say these words to you? 
Well, in that, in that season, in that wilderness season, bread is coming. The bread from heaven is, is, is being supplied. The Lord is supplying everything. But when it comes time to step over to take the giants down and possess the lands that are taken by fraud from you, by your enemies, enemies that you may have not seen in the natural before, but the word of God is going to reveal to you by his spirit that they are no match for you. I'm going to stop because maybe you know this already. Maybe you know this already. So, so the tw- 12 spies are sent over to seminary to study about the greatest time of occupation. The greatest hour of opportunity that Almighty God has promised his nation and his people. And 10 of them signed up in the wrong seminaries. Came back talking about how impossible the conditions are, how walled the cities are, how big the enemy is, how tough the job is, how impossible the promise is. I'll need to stop till I have a supernatural Holy Ghost church up in this place. Come on, come on. How many of you are glad that you did not join God for an excuse? You joined God because he called you for an empowerment. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Empowerment. If you're going to shout, But now listen, two, two men came back and they said, Joshua and Caleb, we know that, yeah? And, 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 um, and, and Yahshua or Yahashua, he came and, and Caleb came back and they said, hold up. That's not the sermon. That's not the vision. That's not what we see. When we look into our tomorrows, we don't see the bigness of our adversary. That's not the sermon. That's not the word. That's not what the Lord is saying. I need to stop. Some people think I'm preaching today. 
And they said, that's not the sermon. They said, if the Lord delights in us, he will give us that land. Those are just provision. Those, those enemies are just provision for us. They're bread for us to eat. We, we feed on the provision of conflict. We have authority over adverse. I, I need to stop. Some people think I'm preaching. I'm not preaching. I am prophesying to you. We are at a point where some people will leave and stay in the desert, but some people will cross. Some people will cross. Hallelujah. All right. Well, 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 let's, let's um, hold up a minute. Let me talk to you. Sit down for a second. So we got the spirit of God moving on the face of the deep, don't we? We have the spirit of God moving on the, on the sea and changing the condition, the disposition, and, 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 and um, the definition of humanity through the, through the, the type or the allegory of the Red Sea. And that's where Miriam got the tambourine and said, whoo, the Lord, you know, he has, you know, anyway, she just got started, you know, she just got inspired, wrote a song right on the spot. But that was a hindsight song. takes God to make foresight 2020. See what I did there? But then, then the Lord says that he is very pleased with, if I can paraphrase, with the spirit that is upon Joshua and Caleb. He, called, he, said, he said, none of you will enter in except Joshua and Caleb because they have another spirit with them. What? What? What do you mean? Yeah, they saw the same things you saw, but they processed them through my promise. And they made my promise greater than the opposition, and the opposition could not talk them out of what I promised them. They processed what they saw through my promise and saw me bigger than the giant, bigger than the mountain, bigger than the walls, bigger than the opposition. My God, I need to stop telling you out shout me today. 
getting this in your spirit? Do you have a victory on the inside of you? Well, let that shout out. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. So, so now we see, now we see they have another spirit with them. So through the spirit, same sight is processed differently. So your vision or your sight is, 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 is infused with insight from God and you process through the spirit what you see in light of what he has promised you. I want to say this before we move on. Many under the sound of this anointing, you have been through some very tough, hard things. Many of you are going to be healed of the scars of betrayal. Many of you are going to be healed of the wounds of opposition. Many of you are going to be uh, delivered from the burden of self-condemnation. Many of you are going to be permanently free from the darts of accusation that have come against your thought life to rob you of your call. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's another spirit with you and the very situation you're in, you're going to process through the promise. It's time to receive what God has given you. I know I'm talking to somebody in this place today. I love you more than you love me. <laughs> let, let me t- teach a little bit. I got 15 more minutes. And so we, we cross over. Again, Jordan splits in two. Splits in two. And we cross over, and again, it's 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 uh, an allegorically the empowerment, the baptism of power that leads us into action or activity. The Lord told us, "Tarry till you're endued with power." Does that make sense? From on high. And how many of us are glad you're endued with power? For what? For activity. So that so that which we do is infused with the power and accompanied with the ability of God. It's very important. So when, when, when that happens, that's, that's three references I just went, went through. So when you go to the beginning of the Gospel of John, and he says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and you get into the teaching of um, um, uh, regarding Christ's love for the church. 
that the Apostle Paul says that, that, that um, he loves the church. He gave himself for the church and he cleanses and washes the church with the washing of the water by the word. How many are glad for the springing up yeah. unto everlasting life? Yeah. You're, you're glad to springing up. And you go right into the first miracle recorded by John. And the first miracle is Christ revealing his glory by changing. I want you to hit someone and say change. Change. Is, 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 is easy for God. See, God does not have to, he does not have to change, but change is easy for God. And, and, and it's the supply at the wedding in Cana of Galilee where he changed the water into wine. So here we have, he fills six water pots, and then he says, pour it out. The people thinking they have no wine or they're running out and it's being depleted. And, uh, and, and then all of a sudden it's like, whew, you have reserved the best until now. How many of you believe now is now? If you believe now is now, jump up and give God a great shout of a thank you. Come on and shout. Glory, stay on your feet. Stay on your feet. Put your hands on your spirit. And, 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 and uh, put your hands on your spirit and say, I believe it. I believe it. You are more than enough, Lord. You, you, your promises, your energy, your power, your miracles, your word, your presence has been with us from that great upper room when you baptized us with the Spirit and with fire. But we know that you have reserved the best until now our house will never run out of spiritual refreshing of joyful spiritual wine of holy bread and provision of health and wellness of liberty and supply of promotion and insight of revelation and gifts of prophetic and performance your house will never be vacant because we are your fullness your body the fullness of the one that fills all in all now if you know that's the word of God let the heaven hear you shout today I love you. 
You may be seated. Do you have, you have time for another session? Yes! All right. We want to welcome you to this Miracle School of the Prophet. And let's go back to the Gospel of John. He starts with this miracle. Did Jesus in Cana of Galilee? Was, so records it by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit as the first miracle Jesus did. Again, we, we're in a situation where there's a great wedding. There is a great happening taking place and there's just not not the uh, provision that that is necessary for that happening yes. and I shouldn't I, I shouldn't even go there because I'm going to get stuck I mean not in a bad way I have an anointing on me for first century discipleship And so I have to make sure that I, I give you some, some, some substance out of the text we read together. Didn't, didn't we read the whole yes. thing? Amen. But... Um, Principle, principle, just principle. Oversimplify it, right? Principle. The scriptures in, in, in the original languages said their wine was depleting. So it, it was running out. So by calculation, they were just a very short time from, oh, it's gone. And that would be a very terrible uh, Embarrassment and a terrible miscalculation and a horrible uh, thing for the people of that culture, that time, and, 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 uh, and those customs. Does that make sense? Because it was, uh, it was a, a week-long uh, celebration. That, uh, and so, but Jesus was invited, the disciples were invited, and uh, the mother of Jesus, Mary, was there. So Mary comes to Jesus. Now, granted, he, he has not done one miracle yet. Right? Now, I mean, this first miracle did Jesus in Cana of Galilee. So according to the Gospel of John, whether the Holy Spirit chose to reveal that miracle as first, or whether he chose to reveal that miracle as first done in Cana, it's still the same thing. But he, he revealed what? His glory. That's what the scripture says. And his disciples did what? Believed on him. How many of us here were his disciples? Yes. If you're his disciples, shout yes. Yes. Ready? Yes. One more time. So we're his, we're his disciples. What are disciples? Disciples are students. Disciples are trainees. Disciples are, are, are called, right? Disciples are mentored by the mentor. 
Okay. But he does the miracle and our faith in him goes to the level of the principle that identifies his ability. This miracle did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and he revealed his glory and his disciples believed on him. Well, were we disbelieving on him when we were his disciples before? No, no disciple will follow a teacher unless they knew the teacher had something to offer. <laughs> and how many of us know the records of the sacred scriptures that the disciples follow the Lord because we believe that the Lord is the Messiah? I'm going to stop. If you think Doc's preaching the word, lift both hands and shout like you never shouted. Is that not true? So we, we are already his disciples, but now all of a sudden, um, there's an opportunity. And the interesting thing is, is again, allegorically speaking, there has never been a time in some of your lives where you are as positioned for an immediate expression of evidence that the Lord is with you, for you, and he's more than enough to fill and satisfy your life and your call. My God, you can be sure that next week will not find you the way this week leaves you. My God, I, I feel the power of the Holy Spirit in this place. Should I stop? No. You sure? Yes. And, uh, and Mary, I I'm sorry, I'm trying to, I shouldn't be saying I'm sorry, but I keep, I keep getting these, these explosions of the spirit and then you end up on your feet and then we end up telling you to sit down. And somebody said, that's why I just stay seated and, and avoid all that. Oh, give me a break. Once in a while, break that rule. Amen. But uh, but Mary, the mother of Jesus, she comes to him and, and she, she says they're running out. They, they have no wine. Actually, the original language said the, the wine is depleting. And he says, woman, what is that to you and to me? My time is not yet. Now, principle. Go like this. Say principle. principle. Okay, Jesus is just the guest. He's invited. How many don't want the guest to be a silent guest? How many don't want the guest to ask permission before he can interrupt your mediocrity with a miracle? How many don't want the guest to feel like they can't wait to... How 
21 begins to spring up in your life. Principle. Did you catch that? Principle. Catch that? Her words to the servants that are actually working the wedding. They're working the wedding and working the catering and working the service. Not hired by Jesus. And not hired by Jesus' mother Mary. Are you listening? But what? Shout it. She goes to them and she discloses some very important truth. Whatever. Whatever he see nobody in this wedding can do you like he can. Whatever. I don't know if there is a victory on this planet right now. Whatever. He tells you to do do it. Do it. Now, guys, be honest when we read the, the Holy Scriptures. We have to know you believe the word. You believe the word just as the word is written. Okay, well, then there's no natural reason. If I'm a servant and I'm I'm hired to work the wedding. And, and, the, and the head caterer or whatever is telling me what to do and here comes this woman and she's a guest and this woman comes to me and all of the the, the, the aproned uh, staff you know And she says, come over here. Because who did she tell? She told whom? She told whom? Say it. So that's plural. So one woman came up to everybody working the deal and said, There must have been something in those words. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Principle. He, he, he will supply the change in your condition. His presence is ready for action. He's not here to do nothing. He's ready to give some directives and whatever he directs is going to become supply, become miracle, become breakthrough. Become more than satisfactory. Isn't that right? So now notice principle. I'm just saying that whatever he tells you to do. Now we know that our Lord is Lord. So in the middle of whatever, he is greater than the whatever. (laughs) 
she, so she got the servants up in a kind of a, a prayer huddle almost and just said, listen, listen. See that man over there? Whatever he tells you to do, do it. <laughs> uh, and um, and he, th- he tells them, go get water pots. So they get, they get the six water pots that carry about 27 gallons each. Do you remember that? Yeah. Earthen vessels. Get someone a half I say, peace. earthen vessels and he said fill them up and they fill them up with water and he said pour it out and he poured it out and people and all of a sudden who okay who's in charge here okay get over here get over here uh normally normally the best is put out first but you've reserved the best till now my goodness, I feel that we are at the camp meeting of the best. I believe we are in the season of the best. I believe we're in the hour of the best. If you believe it, give the Lord a thank you for it. We're in the school of the best. Hallelujah. You, you trust me today? Yes. Now follow where we're going. We're not all over the place. We're actually on the same path. I told you I'm going to utilize the agency of language. So we've been in, we've been in, we've been in water. We've been in water. We've been in water. <laughs> We've been in water and the spirit moved upon the face of the deep. And God said, we've been in water, hallelujah, and we walked over on dry land. And our enemies were buried. We've been in water and we went from being owned to being called, from being slaves to being free, from from being bound and downcast to being loosed and upright. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've been in water in the middle of a desert out of the rock that cannot be uh, uh, deprived of provision came the water that was necessary for supply. We've been in water. Went through the river Jordan. Once we went through the river Jordan, we were no longer ever to be desert dwellers again. We were never going to just every day look up and hope manna comes down from above again we were never just going to uh, walk around and and just be content with the fact that our sandals won't wear out and our our, our clothes won't wear out and, and our feet won't swell again no we're, we were crossing over because we had processed our theology through his promise and we're ready to take the giants out and possess what God has called us to possess It's church time. It's church time. Hey. Woo. Glory to God. 
Never, never, never. No, now, now we're going to dig breasts out of the rock. Now we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna shout walls down. Now, now we're, now we're gonna. Now the land that the Lord has given to us will now have to wait for another generation. Now He's. Re- seated again for a moment let me uh, uh, (laughs) principle but listen when we again when we have a gathering a historic time like we're having uh, a prophetically accurate time in God like we're having today and the days to follow. Announcements and proclamations of God are being made. And if you've ever heard God make those proclamations and announcements in his teaching, preaching, or or word before, you know that your spirit leapt in you because your nature, being born of God, identifies the truth when you hear it. But, but very important, the Spirit of the Lord told me to share this with you, that you cannot just take the announcement and its declaration and grasp it and not follow up on the necessities of digging, pursuing, studying, and working what the Lord has given you because faith without corresponding action is dead. So the promise, for instance, as you know full well, being, uh, you know, part of, you know, this since you were, I don't know, long time, 25 years. So faith without corresponding action does not perform. Now the word never changes because if you notice God did not tell
Joshua and Caleb and a generation 40 years removed. I'm going to give you the land. He told the generation that did not enter in, I'm going to give you the land. Actually, he said, I gave you the land. I'm going to go over here. Some of you looking at me like, no, no, it's not what it said. Really? Do you have a Bible? He said, I've given you the land. This is why we sent out the, 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 the seminarians. This is why we sent out the seminarians said, go out and check out that theology and, 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 and geology and geography of that land. Find out the culture of the people. Find out how we can evangelize the people. How we can, I need to stop. My God, I need to stop somebody. Somebody needs to shout today. Let's, let's check them out. Let's check out the fortification. Let's check out their, their, um, their military strategy. In those days, it was, it was in a different type of battle, but it's allegory with reference to what we do today, for we wrestle against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world. You getting anything out of this? Am I going too fast? He told the generation, I gave you the land. But the voice of unbelief robbed that entire generation. Because if you allow fear, doubt, and unbelief to talk, ten mouths can stop a whole nation. valuable is your call how desperate are you to hit that finish line with a victory and an authority my God glory 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 who I, I, I can sense an ability in this house People saying to the enemy, you shut up. You're not going to talk me out of what God has called me into. You will not eat in my life. So he told us, he, he, told, he told the generation, he said, look, I gave you the land. So the promise never changed. Does that make sense? But it became a what? An allegory. That what the old man couldn't get into. The new man is standing in and, and, and uh, I use man as a word for mankind it's not a sexist word 
you, you understand woman because that's what I said she went and got the service together said whatever he tells you to do do it that's, that's an apostolic woman right there So uh, mankind, so we were born again, and when we were born from above, we're born into that new nature. That old nature was buried in the Red Sea. Thank you very much. And that, that old unbelieving nature that would not possess God's promises to their fullest down here died in the wilderness. And the new man with the new spirit of Joshua and Caleb crossed over. Thank you for the empowerment that we're living in. So the Lord has reserved the best. And to, daughter, come here real quick. Come here. Stand right here. Surrender to God's overwhelming goodness. Stretch your hands this way. And say miracle. 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 Now shout if you believe it. So you're following, we're on the same trip. So we're, we're again, there's water, and then he does what? He changes. So now he changes the quality of it, the, the, the purpose of it, in order to meet the need of, or the occasion, and to supply the provision for the time. It's interesting that that's listed, and then right in the same discourse following, um, he uh, has an encounter with Nicodemus, comes to Jesus by night. And of course, I'm going to shorten the thing. Jesus said to him, except you be born of this water and of the spirit. Again, he's talking about the word and the spirit. Hit someone to say, say, the man of God is teaching the word of God. So he's, he's saying, you have to become new. You have to be born from the source. You have to be born again. You have to be birthed from above. You have to receive what God, what, what, the nature that God has supplied you with. Glory be to God. You, you have to be born of the spirit. Glory. I'm going to replace the slave with a king. I'm going to replace the beggar. Well, uh, to make them sit among princes. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vindicate and wash you of your condemnation and your guilt and your sin and give you a nature that is conducive and compatible with the walk of God. I'm, I'm going to bless you. Hallelujah. So again, we're, we're just four chapters into the, the book. And we have the similar allegory of, uh, how many have never seen that before? The same similar allegory of what the Lord is talking about in order to drive the point home. And then it goes even beyond that. 
it goes to when Jesus begins to experience uh, more people coming to him to be baptized. See, that was the reason why he went to, over to, he was going to Galilee and he had to go through Samaria. Because he was out and everybody was coming to him to be baptized. And there arose, there's water again. <laughs> and, and, and there's water again, glory be to God. <laughs> uh, uh. And um, everybody's coming to him in, in, a, in, a, in a, you know, discussion and a uh, dispute and, and so on arose between the disciples of John the Baptist because he said because Jesus um, was making more and baptizing more disciples than John. Although Jesus did not baptize, but his disciples did. How many know that I just quoted the Bible to you? So, so, so there arose in the original language that King James said uh, regarding um, purification. Is that what it said? Is that what it said? The, the uh, anyway. Regarding purification, the, the, the disciples of John, the disciples of the Lord, and then the, 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 they went and told G, uh, John the Baptist, they said, the man that you bore witness to is, made, is baptizing more disciples than you are. Although Jesus did not baptize, but his disciples did. He delegated the baptismal services. Yes. <laughs> he did. And they said, and all people are going to him. This is in the previous chapter. And John said, a man can receive nothing except it be given to him from above. But the original language said, regarding the purity. So one of the original languages said the discussion was about the purity. So there must have been a word preached about purity being made available as a gift of grace to we who believe on the Lord. There was something in Christ that was greater than what John came. John came to talk about what is coming. Jesus came to say, I've reserved the best till now. You can get in on it now. Hallelujah, it's with you now. It's for you now. It's in you now. It's on you now. Hallelujah. Hey. Glory, 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 glory. You getting anything out of this? You know, it's going to be really hard. It's going to be a miracle to get anywhere near what we read. <laughs> but we're almost there. We're almost there. Again, we're in water. 
We're, we're in water and there's actually discussion. Now you say, well, Doc, what does that have to do with anything? Well, it has everything to do with it. Because it says when Jesus heard or knew that the Jews in Judea knew about the great gathering. Do you see what I mean? Of these people coming to him. He made plans and moved on to go to Galilee. So in order to get from where he's at over to Galilee, he would have to pass through Samaria to get over to Galilee. And so this is where he was heading because, because the, he, so actually you got to catch the Samaritan woman running into our master who is her master soon to be, of course, or as we read ah. <laughs> Woo! and it is right after right after encounters with, with water changed to wine right after um, a, 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 a disclosure of the mystery of being born of the water of the spirit and right after the experience of multitudes being brought into the promise of purity through the baptism of Christ. So now he's heading and going over. Have you ever heard this before? (laughs) And the Lord is heading over, but he has to pass through Samaria over to get to north Israel to Galilee. So he's passing through Samaria and um, there's um, a problem there is prejudice between the Samaritans and the Jews that goes hundreds of years back. And um, there's betrayal, there's accusations, there's whatever, it goes way, way back. How many of us here would agree there's no better time for everybody that's in Christ to let yourself be healed than now? And then, and how, many, how many lift your hands you, you, you're, you're ready to let the Lord help you forgive those that betrayed you forgive what the enemy's done in your life forgive yourself and not, not carry your condemnation not carry your guilt how many are ready to see reconciliation and restoration and vindication and blessing in your life how many are ready to see walls of separation come down and a great strength and a unity and a few of God's ability to come into your life. How many are ready to see your well spring up? Not your well just, oh well, but springing up. My God. Hallelujah. Hey, well, well, well. Hey. Glory, glory. You're coming back. You're coming back like never before. You're awakening unto righteousness. You're awakening unto your victory. You're awakening unto your call. You're awakening unto your enablement as never before. There is something happening in this appointed time in your life. There is something happening in your life. You're about to be heard all over the world. You're about to be heard all over the world. Mm. Mm. 
I'm not laid ha- lay hands on you today. I'm not laid hands on you today. Principle. Principle. So again, again, we see that principle. How? Well, we see it. Um, whatever he tells you to do, do it. But we see it. We know. We know. Thou art a teacher come from God. Because no man can do these attesting miracles which you're doing except God be with him. Truly, truly, I say to you, except a man be born again or born from the source, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And, um, and, and you can go on. Again, we know thou art what? A, a teacher come from what? Because no man can do but should accept God be with him. Again, recognition of distinction. Can you see that? Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Recognition of enablement. His ability. His superiority over mediocrity. Mediocrity. Make sure I don't get accused of pointing at anybody that is of this camp. But again, again, principle. Are you listening to me? I'm not worthy to untie his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. There's coming after me one that's greater than me. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the whole world. And then all of a sudden, the dispute arose and they come. And they say, the man... That you bore witness of. Principle. Anybody here recognizes that we're not all over the place? But he's all over the place. He's all over the place. I said he's all over the place. The Lord is all over the place. Hey! And so the words articulate a distinction and then all of a sudden a switch and, and, and people are led by God to say, all right, we know, Prophet John, you brought us to this particular point, but now we see a bridge of connection with an availability that is greater and they go to receive the purity that is declared in, in, in ministerial form to the one that is the supplier of purity by grace for mankind because he's the qualifier of the disqualified. He's the vindicator of the convicted. He, my God, he's... I'm going to stop till I hear a shout in this place. Hey! Principle. Principle. And um, they said, you know, the man you bore witness about, there are more people going to him. (laughs) 
and said, everybody is going to him. So a man can receive nothing except it be given to him from above. And, uh, and then he goes on to say something that I should repeat or, or, or drive the point home on. Are, are you, you're still in water, right? Yes. Well, you, you're still in water. <laughs> so, so he says, uh, a person that's earthly, I'm going to paraphrase, speaks earthly things, but the one that's from heaven speaks heavenly things. And he says, because God does not give him the spirit. Now, the King James or some translation said, by measure unto him. But the original languages go beyond that. The, the original words have to do with mathematics, like the word accounted unto him. Huh? Yeah. He does not give him the spirit in measurable portion. In other words, he gives the spirit in infinite. When heaven speaks on earth, it is not to deprive earth from what heaven is saying because whatever heaven is saying through the messenger, the Lord, my God, heaven is supplying for the infinite ability of the almighty Holy Spirit. Oh, I can hear a shout in this place. Glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. He does not give him the spirit by calculation. He does not give him the spirit by comprehension. He, he does not give him the spirit in a containable way. He gives the spirit in infinite enablement. My goodness, my goodness. So John says, don't come over here all bent out of shape because everybody's going to him. He's talking from above. I came to talk about him coming, but he has come and he's talking from above. And what he is saying is full of infinite ability to perform the very thing he's saying. When, when, the, when the word speaks the word, the word will change your world. When the word... Somebody shout. Mm. So I had to do that to get us over to this chapter. So he must needs go through Samaria. Now we, we got a situation here. We got a situation. Jesus he heard 
Is that what it said? Is that what it said? Where? Does it say that in verse 1? Read verse 1 again. Ready? Go. Keep going. And, 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 and he had to go through Samaria to get over to Galilee. <laughs> right? Yeah. So he's leaving a, a, a dis, disciple water purity issue. <laughs> and he's heading and he's passing through um, hostile territory. He's passing through hostile territory. I'm not, I'm not being funny. It is a fact. Are you here? Because you remember, it wasn't enough for sometimes the religious people to just say, uh, you're, you're, you're casting out devils by Beelzebub. At one point, we said, are you not a Samaritan that has a devil? Do you remember that? That's pretty hectic. It's like, you know, like you're a Samaritan. That's bad enough. But, but if... <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Pastor Christie, yes. can, can we, can we uh, unmeasure that a little bit? Yeah, there it is. My goodness. Thank you. Hey. So it's bad enough. It's bad enough. So it's bad enough being as, but are you not as, do we not say well that you are a Samaritan and thou hast the devil? No, no, he's not a Samaritan, but because he would have to pass through Samaria to get over to Judea and pass over through Samaria to get over to Galilee. Are you listening to me? And they said, you're right about the same area. You know? Prejudice is a terrible thing. And being so full of yourself is a terrible thing too. You know what I mean? Because when God starts pouring you out, people say, You've reserved the best till now. God starts pouring out of us. So it, that, that, that hostility, that racism, and uh, that um, 
that uh, although had a lot in common, same ancestry, same uh, availability to their own Torahs that are pretty much uh, consistently accurate with each other. In FCD, you know, we have the, the Hebrew Old Testament, we have the, the Greek Old Testament, we also have the Samaritan Old Testament. So the Samaritans had, had the Torah and had the promises, and, and you'll see, maybe Christy, you touched on this a little bit yesterday. But there was hostility because of hundreds of years back, a wedge and, and a, a division that instilled in both people groups that were actually from the same stock. Um, a, a, um, a, uh, a uh, scar, a, um, a, a division, a um, uh, dislike, a contention, and a memory of betrayal. I want you to hold your hands up, close your eyes, and say, Today, today is, the last day is the last day that I ever, that I ever entertain, entertain consciously, consciously or subconsciously the effects of betrayal. Anywhere in my life. Anywhere in my life. I am free. I am free. Hallelujah. Come on. Should I stop? No. How many of you would like Doc to talk a little more? Uh, that, that wasn't, uh, that, that was like the House and the Senate. of us would like doctor to speak a little more okay amen amen and and so um, as the Lord is is uh, passing through um, he gets to a, a town called Sikhar um, and it's about a hundred and thirty yards um, uh, from the city to um, the well that of Jacob. So you, uh, at, I'm sorry. It's actually uh, it's actually about thirteen hundred yards. So this woman had to walk about a, a, a thousand meters to go, depending on where she lived in the city, maybe more, every day to go fetch water and then come back to where she's at. It's pretty hectic because he arrives at noon. So he's at noon and the Bible says he's wearied 
of his journey. So he's a little tired. He's coming over from some hot, watery lands. <laughs> and walked all the way through from areas of uh, uh, Eastern Judea all the way through past and stopped in Samaria in that city. And he's at the well. And uh, do you remember his disciples are going to the town to get food? They go to town to get food and there's the woman of Samaria is approaching. And, and she comes to the well and the Lord says, now total stranger. Hit someone say, total stranger. And the Lord says, give me to drink. Are those the first words in your Bible? I mean in that, not, not, not shalom, you know, you know, I am, you know, the son of David, you know, whatever, you know, right? No promise of anything, but actually, now I want you to see this, operating from the standard or the principle of who he is as a minister of God, but also as the answer of all questions and the solution of all problems, the help. Give me a drink. And the woman is taken aback. And she said, you're a Jew. And I'm a Samaritan. We have, you know, of course, the Bible parenthesis, the fact that the Jews and the Samaritans had no dealings with one another. John was very kind and just making a short statement about that. It was worse than that. No deal. Give me a drink. You're a Jew. I'm a Samaritan. And you're asking me to give you the drink? If you knew the gift of God. See, he never left the provision of the purity in another location. He never left the provision of the change with another people group. The Lord never meets you to promise you depravity. I'm going to talk over you. The Lord always meets you to add to what you have. Never face the Lord as if you've got everything he's got 
always face the Lord as if you are ready for more of what he has for you. Principle. Standard. You have seen good things. You have been preserved. Your life has been spared. Many of you would not be here, make it thus far without the help of the Lord. If it was up to humanity, many of us would have been either aborted or assassinated or bankrupted. But the Lord has sustained you. The Lord has kept you. And you're not what the devil calls you or what people that hate you call you. You are what the Lord calls you. But he did not bring you this far to meet you at a place where there is lack of provision. He has brought his supply of purity, healing, promotion, and deliverance for your life in the now. Glory to God. Somebody receive it now. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? Hallelujah. I'm going to pray for you in a little bit. (laughs) Thank you for giving me those extra 15 minutes. You getting anything out of this? Amen. Now you are clean to the word that I've spoken under you. Hey, hey. If you know the gift of God and who is asking you to give him drink or who is speaking to you, you would have asked of him and he would have given you waters living, living waters, the life, the the, the, the uh, water of the spirit. Now the first thing that you remember is she said, and in the King James she said, sir. Do you notice that? Am I, am I on the mark there? Did, did you read that? She said, Sir. That word in the Greek is the Greek word Lord. Now you have to see this. This is 
This is a this is a woman that has absolutely no reason to have any talk or discussion with Jesus based on ethnicity and historic, um, um, you know, um, friction. But but obviously there is a presence in what he is speaking that validated to the circumference of that encounter that it wasn't running she wasn't running into just any man so she said you're a Jew I'm a Samaritan he said if you knew the gift of God and who's speaking to you she went from you're a Jew to Lord sir is is the English word for curio in the, in the Greek, which is the word Lord. Are you listening to me? The same word translated Lord. She said, Lord, um, who? She, so all of a sudden she recognizes there is a principle. She just doesn't know how to gauge it yet. It's not just another by chance encounter. You, you just didn't fall off the truck and land at Apostolic Global Church. Come on! Standard. He, he, the, the well is deep. And you have nothing to draw with. From where do you have this, these waters that are living? Or this living water? Excuse me. So, so we can notice from all languages that you look at or any even... Um, uh, uh, Bible concordances or amplification of the verses that it was not really a sarcastic remark because it was prefaced by Lord and it would take a miracle for a Samaritan to call a Jew Lord. She just doesn't know what level of Lord because it was used with reference to judges, people of, uh, uh, of, 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 of you know, influence, etc., etc. It goes all the way up to the lordship that is above all lords. <laughs> Are you listening to me? She just didn't know what level. So she said the waters, the, 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 Pastor Christie, did I, am I going over what you said? Did you did you did did I tell you to share this? You you shared this just like this? No, similar. It's all right because you were missing all the water yesterday.
you, you don't have a vessel. The well is deep. Are you greater than Jacob? Our father Jacob, that gave us the well, that drank of the well, whose family drank of the well, his livestock drank of the well. See, see what, what level, what principle, Lord, are you greater than Jacob? He says, drink of this. In other words, I'm not talking about this. You drink of this. It's all right, but you'll get thirsty again. But you drink of what I give. You will never thirst again. But the waters living or living waters ever living, flowing, life-giving, energizing waters that I give you will be in you. Hit someone say in you. In you. Shout in you. In you. That's residency. Will be in him a well springing up unto um, everlasting life or springing up also throughout the ages. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. And what does she say to him? No, no, read, read it. What? Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with. No, after that. What? So she said, Lord, Lord, give me this water. So just through dialogue, she knew he had the ability to give her what she had never thought any man could have the ability to give her before. My God, faith has lifted her up. My goodness, faith has lifted her up. And, and she thinks she's ready. How many of us think we're ready? Some people say, well, God's always late. No, no, get, listen, you're, you, you, when you're ready, God has got to get you ready. See, see, he says, she says, give me of this water that I don't have to come here and draw. And uh, that, so the Lord says to her, go bring, now he's giving commands. Go, she said, Lord, give me. She's called him Lord twice. So he said he sends her to the city, really. Because the Lord knows she's living with somebody. But he's got a gift from God for her. I think the Lord has a gift for you. 
think the gift of God is going to overtake your life. I think the love of God is going to overtake your obstacles. I think the will of God is going to manifest in your life. I believe the goodness of God is going to be yours in the land of the living. Now. Mm. Go, 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 bring your husband and come back. Why do you think you can give people orders? No, she, she received the resonance of the spirit in the sound of his voice. And when he identified himself, even indirectly, if you knew the gift of God and who is speaking to you, you would have asked of him and he would have given you. Are you listening? Glory be to God. And then she said, but, 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 sir, come on. And he said, no, drink of this. You'll thirst again. But the person that drinks of the water that I give him, the water that I give him will be in him. A well springing up unto everlasting life. Give me of this. Lord, give me of this water. Go bring your husband and come here. <laughs> uh, I have no husband. I'm not going anywhere. I want the water now. Lord. Lord, I want the water now. You, 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 you have said right. You have rightly spoken. Because you have had five husbands. You've had five. And the one you now have is not your husband. So you said the truth. Or you said right. Now, is anybody here understanding now? that there's been probably betrayal, there's been probably hurt, there's been probably, who knows, all kinds of things. This woman's been through some stuff. Are you, are you catching this? The church's been through some stuff. You've been through some stuff. It's time to get over what you've been through. predict you will get over what you've been through and get into what you've been called to. You, you will discard the weight and you will be charged with the energy. You will rise up and run with an enablement and a dignity and an empowerment that has been the best reserved for the now for you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So the people of God 
How many of you say, Doctor, I feel like you're talking to me today? Anybody? All right. You may be seated. And um, so I I told Pastor Christy and Reverend John and Dr. Robert, everybody last night, I said, I really feel the Lord wants me to to continue along the same preparation of the message because we're getting into this meeting and I wanted to go over the same contest text again before we get into the multiplication and the overflow of the blessing of God available in your life and for your call. Isn't that okay? So that's the reason why I'm going over it again. It's very important to notice the progression of the encounter. Otherwise, we miss the encounter and uh, we, we don't receive the most out of it. It's just, just, it's not another day at the well. She has done this every day. She said, give me this water that I don't have to come here every day. Um, You know, it's, 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 it's never different. It's always the same. First husband, second husband, third husband, fourth husband. You know, I mean, whatever. Is it just the I just, you know. Thank God for Jesus. See, I'm ready for change, she said. So he said, you've told the truth. And she says, what does she say? She said, uh, sir. No, she says, she said, sir. That's the third Lord. That's the third, that's the third Lord. Lord, I perceive thou art a prophet. (laughs) Okay, so now from perception and from um, um, scripture reference, we know that she knows the old covenant. We know that she knows the traditions. We know that she knows this is Jacob's well. We know that she knows it's right by the parcel of land that Jacob gave to Joseph, his son. Are you listening? So, So she knows things about the word or things from the word, but those things she knew had not become a change in her life. She was waiting for the change. The Lord was talking to her and and she was waiting for the change. She said, sir, I perceive you're a prophet. And then she goes on to talk about our fathers. Now here's where the 
barrier is. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain. The mountain she was talking about that was nearby had upon it a counter temple built by the Samaritans for the Samaritans to read their Torah and worship God. Are you listening to me? On that mountain. And, and, and she said, but the Jews worship in Jerusalem speaking on, uh, with reference to Zion. Are you listening to me? And so she's now talking about, now I perceive you're a prophet, but in the back of her mind there's still, do you see what I'm talking about? There's still now a division. And, 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 and the, Lord, the Lord says to her, the Lord says to her, um, listen, I'm telling you right now that the time is going to come when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem you'll worship the Lord or God. And he said, because God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeks such to worship him. He, he's looking for somebody that'll shout, that'll praise, that'll worship, that'll thank, that'll magnify, that'll exalt. Glory be to God. That'll accept somebody that'll say, my problems will not disqualify me from my redeemer. My past will not become uh, a repetition for my tomorrow. The Lord is, if the Lord called me, he will do it. I know in whom I have believed and I'm persuaded he's able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. Glory be to God. Has he not promised? And shall he not do it? My goodness. For the Father seeks such worshipers. So, can you see it now? What is the Lord using? Words. He hasn't done one miracle. Right there. He's, he's using words. But watch what he does. She draws two circles. This mountain, our fathers, and Jerusalem, your place of worship. She draws two circles. Our fathers, Samaritans, you, Jews. Jesus draws one big circle. God is a spirit. Hey! Hey! And he's looking for worshipers. He's looking. He's looking for worshipers. He's looking for disciples. He's looking for sons and daughters. He's looking for saints that are willing to allow him to sanctify them. He's looking for people regardless of shade, regardless of color, and both genders. He's calling us. He said, come on in. I've reserved the best for you. Fill the water pots. Fill your life. Hey, Master Kete, are you thirsty? Come and drink out of your belly. Come on in to God's goodness.
Jesus. Come on into the glory cloud. Come on into the provision of the heavenly father. Come on in to the redemption of the Lord, the salvation of the savior. One big circle. God is a spirit. And they that worship him. For the father seeketh such to worship him. The Lord is looking right now. He's going, come on, come on, come on, worship, come on, <laughs> come on, serve in, in, in spirit and in truth. Come on, come on, stand up to the standard. Stand up to the level of the principle of my definition of you. You are the head, not the tail. You are above and never beneath. You are blessed and you're going, blessed and you're coming in. You are the redeemed of the Lord. Rise up and operate in authoritative mountain moving faith that God has given you. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and pray in the spirit. I take authority over leukemia. I take authority over that cancerous diagnosis. I take authority over that incurable skin disease. I take dominion over that wretched thing trying to work in that kidney. And 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 and, and I take authority over the life-threatening diagnosis that have been spoken and the things that are still being tested and searched on. I, I now speak also miraculously by the power and the authority of the gift of God on this ministry. Healing to what is broken in your life, in your body, in your circumstances. Mending for what has been stripped and rent. Energy and strength for your life, for your ministry. Blessing in the name that is above every name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Do you get anything out of that? And uh, she says to him, when Messiah comes, and it's so, so powerful because John is writing in the Greek and he chooses to keep that word in the Aramaic. When Messiah comes, It's a word person. She's just missing the water. It's the word person. She's she's a word person. She, but the but the but the encounter with the provider had not happened. Does that make sense? I need to stop. 
the woman says to him, when Messiah comes, which is called Christ, what will happen? And uh, the Lord put a period on that. See, he put a period on it. See, we're, we're having, we're having a, a word talk. He put a period on it. He said, now he said. So that's just to tell us that he said that. So you could take that out because she's, she's in the sense that she said, when Messiah comes. In other words, yes, I know there's a day coming, and Gabriel and the trumpet, and at that day, Messiah. But put it in, in the future. Put it in, in the undefined tomorrow. He will tell us all things. I that speak unto you am he. Now, I want you to look at me very, very eyeball to eyeball. Were the Samaritans waiting for Messiah? Were they thinking he's the Messiah of other people? Or, and not them? Huh? Oh, they have their own, they have the Torah. Jacob is their father. Abraham is in their genealogy. And they are, they are descendants of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Heirs are partakers of the Pentateuch. They have the Pentateuch and they know the promise of Messiah and they're waiting for Messiah. And they, they are speaking the dialect of the Aramean which enables them to dialogue with the people of the day. And they call the Messiah or the Anointed One the Anointed One which is called Christ, is the word Christos in the Greek, which means the anointed one, the Greek word for the word Messiah, or Mshiha, or Mshiha, however you want to pronounce it, or Mashiach, or whatever, the anointed one. Are you listening to me? So, so now I want you to put yourself just for a moment in that woman's shoes, sandals, whatever, right? In, her, in that human being's, in, in her place. When she's voicing, when Messiah comes, he will tell us all things. She's definitely not saying, when the Messiah that belongs to someone else comes. She's saying we're waiting for Messiah. We have a promise for the Messiah. When Messiah comes, glory to God. Because her life is pretty, you know, in need of the Messiah. So, so he will show us what? 
So he will, he will, he will tell us all things. When he comes, he's going to speak plainly. He's going to speak clearly. Are you listening to me? He, he's, he's going to. Uh, so, so the Lord says. I that speak to you am he. Actually, some of the original languages use the words first, I am. And then the one that speaks to you, glory be to God. It's kind of like a revelation of his, his divine origin, if you want to even use that word, because it almost designates a, a beginning, but he's without beginning. You understand? Yes. Am I doing okay with words? Yes. Where you understand the words coming out of? Yes. <laughs> it, it, words are, you know, they help us paint a, a portrait. But it's very important to get the truth, right? Yes. And not, uh, not presumption. So he says, I am the one speaking to you. The one. So I, I am. So my goodness, he reveals himself to her. The Lord reveals himself to this Samaritan woman at a well. Because why? His speech took her up. What's it called? Principles. So standards till she got to where... Like, give me this water. And, and then she, she's over here. And she, you mean the father is seeking worshipers? And she said, things will change for me one day. When Messiah comes. I am I that speak to you am he. The dialogue shows that the disciples were on the way and they were approaching at that time. But when the Lord said, I am he, you see the disciples approaching, they're going, he's talking to a Samaritan woman. And she leaves her water pot and runs into the city and tells everybody, come see a man that told me everything, whatever I did. Could not this be the Christ? Now you know the end of it, right? You know the story. Everybody came. And then as a result, more people came. And Jesus spent two days ministering. <laughs> and, uh, and people said, now we are sure you're the Messiah. And we believe on you, not because of what you said to the woman or whatever, but because also we heard him. So there's a mighty, mighty move of God that came because there was an encounter 
Does that make sense? But when she left, see, when he said, the one you're speaking to is the one, change happened in her. Hit someone and say, change. Change. And she immediately went out and immediately became a magnet for people to come and to follow the Lord and to see if he is the promised one, the Messiah. And then when when she was gone, the Lord does not put on record that at that time, through John, that at that time he told the apostles what he talked to her about. Now think about it. It, You can count them on your fingers, the times that the Lord said, plainly revealed himself. But he reveals himself to this woman And he's going to bring an entire healing, a corporate healing, a healing for that entire region of the nation in the hearts, the lives, and the minds of people that will accept him as the Messiah. And while the disciples come back, They're begging him, eat, eat. And um, in your King James, it says, I have food that you know not of. In the original language said, "I, I possess and I am participating in the supply or the food that you're not aware of. I am, I am feeding on food that you're not aware of for it is my food to do or the, the, the will of the Father who has sent me. So he's getting energized by the same energy that energized the Samaritans. And, the, and then he says this. Do you have a minute? Yes. Is this a school of ministry? And you can read it, and and it really doesn't make a difference, but it's very uh, worthwhile to reflect on this. We normally, I don't know who has Aramaic translations or different translations. We normally have, don't say there are yet four months and the harvest comes. But I say to you, Lift up your eyes, the fields are white, they're ready for harvest. And um, there is a, uh, a, um, a um, saying that they said in those days. And they normally said it whenever they planted or sowed season are you listening and they would say in four months there's a harvest 
And I don't know if any of your Bibles show that. And it says, don't you say in four months, something like that. There's a harvest. Is, how does it read? And there's a question mark there put, of course, by the, but because of the, so here you see Christ using sayings that, that sowers and reapers said to change thinking regarding promises made by God. And he tells his own disciples, don't you say in four months you got a harvest? But I say to you, lift up your eyes. Hold up. There's some lifting up getting ready to happen in this place today. You know he's not talking about these eyes. It's not lift up your eyes. He is saying your perception, listen, your, this perception, this spiritual perception will not be ruled by the natural sayings. And he uses a saying that everybody knew in those days. And he said, don't you say there's yet four months and the harvest is coming? But I say to you, lift up your eyes. Be raised in your expectation because the fields of God's harvest, they're white, they're ready. The best is reserved for now. Jump up and shout like you never shouted in your life. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com, and we'll see you next week.